Hello and welcome to the Collaborative Challenge podcast. My name is Abigail Jones and today we have backwards uh, a, a team of students and their uh, stroke industry partner from the Amsterdam Fashion Institute. Um, I welcome you all today and I look forward to hearing um, about the work that you produced. And we're just going to go around the room and if each of you will introduce yourselves and the courses that you're on. I am Kit Pilosov and I am in fashion, film and digital production. Um, and I'm Heidi from fashion journalism. Um, I'm Katerina and I'm doing an MA in global fashion retailing. And I'm Ravenna Osgood. I'm the partner from Amsterdam Fashion Institute doing a master's in sustainable fashion enterprise creation. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, I was wondering if one of you would like to talk about the actual project that was set. Um, Raven, I don't know if you want to just quickly talk about the brief and how you created the brief. That might be really useful. Yeah, so I'll start off with a little bit about the project itself. Um, Backwards is a print-centric lifestyle brand that I'm proposing for my master's thesis. Um, I studied fashion design undergrad, but now I'm diving a bit further into textiles, uh, paper, print, design, um, and for both interiors and clothing. So it's a brand that's narrative, nostalgic, sentimental, and made in Amsterdam. We have a vision where days are brightened and nostalgia is ever present with a mission that backwards places near forgotten narratives back in the spotlight of luxury through print centric design and upcycled heirlooms. So for the project brief, I was really focused on uh, what would be the ideal um, pairing for the for the different students and their expertise at uh, London College of Fashion. And I thought I pondered it for a while and then I thought it would be very interesting to dive into how print and color reflect personality personality and affect psychology and mood. So specifically in our current world of isolation, quarantine and work from home, I was wondering if colors and prints could enhance the daily lives and aid in brightening people's moods. Um, this then morphed a bit because the project really revolves around uh, nostalgia and storytelling which we'll get into in a little bit, but I had some proposed outputs of a curated interactive exhibition, both physical or virtual, a short magazine, maybe a digital showroom, or a tool that could match the personality with print and color. So for example, a short questionnaire. Uh, it was really open to ideas. And what was really beautiful so far about this group is, as you'll see um, what we came up with together, it was kind of, it was very collaborative. Thank you. And and it sounds, yeah, it, it just sounds like quite a lot and, but quite intriguing as well as being really personal. Um, I'm just wondering how did, what the students that were in you, in your group, the ones that are in the podcast today, did you all, in, were you all instantly kind of, did you all instantly gravitate to the topic? Was there something about the topic that you all could see yourselves in? Yeah, I think, we could probably all agree, but the pull for me was the fact that Ravenna is really inspired by real stories and real people. Um, and this sort of element of quirk and humor and nostalgia, which I think is is rare for a brand. So that was what was special for me. Um, for me, it was 
because the brief was so creative um, and I'm doing a business master, but I've worked in um, the creative industry so far. So I thought it was a great opportunity to mix kind of the business part that I'm learning and also with the creative side that I've always worked and uh, studied. So for me, that was an instant pull towards this project. I think when I first saw, um, read um, her brief, I I, I found it very um, inspiring and I also thought there could be um, very much room we might can um, navigate into and I think that is why um, because basically we were all gathered from all different calls and that's how we um, start to stretch out all together like because um, the idea itself was very inspiring and and uh, thankfully, never, Ravenna was really open to hear from all of us. I'm also wondering, um, and I normally ask this question at the end, but I was wondering how did you establish trust in one another, but also how did you create kind of like a really uh, a working relationship that was that was solid? I'm just wondering, we can go around the room with that question or if somebody wants to answer it. I found that this, um, you know, group group projects can be really challenging, and I think all of us have been in groups before where there's there's a weaker link or something like that happens, and and there's frustration. But I found this group to be some kind of a blessing because everyone really wanted to be here for whatever their own reasons were. We also, I should mention, in addition to the the four of us that are here now, we had two psycho fashion psychology students and another uh, fashion film and another fashion journalism student. So it was quite a large group. Um, every week we kind of discussed, we had a, a meeting every week to, to check in and discuss the work that we had done, uh, where we wanted to go, and then what we would bring the next week. And if someone couldn't attend or anything like that, it was never really a big issue because everyone really fully contributed uh, when the time came. And I, I don't know, personally, I really didn't feel like it was an issue to establish this trust, especially in this virtual world. It seems kind of weird, but we all had a really good working relationship and also kind of became friends out of out of this uh, virtual experience. Which is, yeah, which is amazing. Was, was everybody surprised by that? Was anyone surprised by that? I was I was very surprised by that. I I don't tend to like in uh, group projects um, because I feel like either I'm very enthusiastic about it and I want to do everything, or either um, I don't know. Usually it's not it's something that I dread because I know that I have a lot to learn. Um, but with this one, I don't know. It was amazing. It was honestly my my favorite collaborative uh, group project that I ever did because. Not only the briefing was so enthusiastic and the storytelling is was very real and the creative process, I thought that that was fascinating, but also what everyone could bring to the table, it was something so different that it was also uh, so good to have some so many different uh, viewpoints from a different from a from a one project. Um, so I loved it and I thought I think that learning from what everyone was doing and kind of seeing like, okay, now we're going to do some type of brainstorming, but how can we mix this together? How can we mix um, so many different uh, courses in one project? And that for me was amazing. And I loved it. I loved working with this group, honestly. 
I think, I think the trust was so easy to establish because um, the brief and the brand was just so personal from the start. And so it allowed everyone to kind of be vulnerable and share their personal ideas um, in a kind of just like open space. Yeah, I'm, I kind of agree with Keith. And um I think probably there was some kind of struggle point happened to us at some point um, because we had to do all of it online and and yeah, like this COVID lockdown stuff is really blocking us to do the normal things we could have done before. So that's and and our group members are quite um like. Ravana said that we had quite a large number of people in it, so it was not always easy. But um, what surprised me was um, there was no one really complained or pick on some kind of uncomfort, and they just um, tried to participate in it. And I think that's how we could um, keep doing what we could do. Yeah, we really tried to establish also a red thread between um, what everyone's personal component of the project was. So we kind of divided and conquered, but we, we also, uh, it was, to me, it felt like a lot of layering, like how can we layer uh, what one person's area of expertise and what they're working on and build that into someone else's and then in the end make a, a cohesive outcome. So I think that was also something that really was working for us is like this idea of, okay, building challenges, layers and, and so on. And I wonder how much of the language that you used, Ravenna, because for me personally, I was I was so gobsmacked by the words that you'd chosen to to kind of surround your work, because you used words like um, treasures, that idea that um, that you use the word everybody and everybody in the as in the bodies that we have. Um, I think you use words like sentimental sentimentalists and I don't know, there was this, this sort of like real sense of that all the language you, you were using was really gentle and thoughtful and it sort of made everyone kind of go, oh, of course, that that is allowed to be a part of our working practice. We are allowed to to fall into that world that has in some ways integrity and life stories. I'm just wondering how many of you actually just thought you became quite surprised that that the fashion industry could have something that was this kind of personal. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that was one of the one of the main attractions to the project, which is something so personal. So um you could see that it was from a person's mind that all of that would come out. And sometimes um, I think initially I wouldn't see like a thread, but at the same time, uh, if you really search, dig into it and see the storyline and even get to know Ravina, you can understand perfectly like why everything links up together. And I, th I love that human um, approach to fashion. I'll say something about that because <laughs> firstly you mentioned about the the language and the words that I use, which to me it's a really a compliment and also surprising because as we've discussed and as it's um, 
mentioned in my brief, which wasn't something that our project focused on, but I'm dyslexic. So usually my form of communication is more visual. And uh, all of those visuals to me really personally link to uh, the the verbal out meanings. But I, I worked a lot on how to formulate the the sentences or the words that I wanted to use together with the branding, uh, because I do believe it's important. And going into the more uh, gentle side and human side of fashion, I think um, it's a discussion that I've had a lot with my friends uh, through undergrad. So I did my first year actually at Central St. Martin's in London, and then I transferred to do second through third year at Polimoda in Italy in fashion design undergrad. Um, and I found as a, a gentle 19 year old going to fashion school who had come out of the fine art side of things, I, I wasn't expecting such a harsh environment. Um, feedback and all that is great, but the competition and the lack of support for each other, for me, it was something that it, it was really hard to get to adjust to and, and to, to feel like I needed to be protective or not. It, it was always a question. Um, so when I was creating this branding and this idea of the environment that I wanted to work in, which is essentially what this is, um, all of that became really important to me. Um, so all the nostalgia from the past, but also this ability to to work in, in the way that actually our group has worked, which has been a really supportive environment, was something that I did think a lot about. And I'm glad that that came across to you. Oh, yeah, it really did. Uh, it, you, it's funny you, because you even use the word dive in. And when somebody says the word dive in, I think that's because you don't really know what you're going to find, but you're not afraid to to dive in. And that is a very kind of like lots of people wouldn't use that word because they go, you know, they're too nervous to dive into anything. But I think, yeah, a lot of your terminology or the lot of the, no, it's not even terminology because I hate that word, but I, I think a lot the way you talk is the is your is that you're very visual and I think that comes out in letting everyone go you're in a very safe space because I've visualized everything I'm thinking of um but I just wanted to ask all of you a quick question about what surprised you the most so if we could go around the little virtual room and did anything really surprise one of you or or kind of make you go wow that's so good uh for me it was the final presentation um, we've been because we had been working um, for some weeks and some months in, into this and we had something which was since we had all of us had kind of different backgrounds we each one of us was in group but also doing our things um, so I was more towards the the retail part um, and then we had psychology and we had film and we had journalism and so um, when when we actually got to see all together in the presentation for me it was mesmerizing to see like okay this links so well and um something that it was started as a brainstorm then actually uh turned into a project that i that i thought that i related so much and that i really liked taking part of um so for me that was the pre the presentation it was actually the first time seeing all together um for me it was the best moment yeah, going back after and and writing the reflection and going like all those weeks prior to looking at the first meeting, um, we had discussed this story. Ravenna told us about her grandmother 
who um, went to dinner parties and she used to smuggle food into her clutch. And Ravenna created a clutch out of upcycled napkins based on this story. And so I'd kind of forgotten about all these elements. And it was it was really incredible to go back and see that it all began with this little story. And we were able to connect all of these very different um, like uh, master's programs. Like we were able to, you know, have the journalism and the business and a, uh, these prints. And like, I think it's rare that you can have such a diverse group and be able to really connect the threads here. So that was the most fulfilling and surprising thing for me. Um, for me, um, we made this interactive magazine and um, even the fact we kind of brainstorm and, and we plan to um, make some deliverables, but I, I has been more focused on collecting stories and I was wondering how we can end up making something to show and I remember that it was the last tutorial with Paul and Paul um, suggested this idea of um, digital digital interaction magazine and then after two days um, was it Ravana and Keith um, working on it and just make it all visible and it was quite surprising for me. I even feel the the amount of work that everyone had done actually really, really both surprised me and also touched me at the end. So I had um, basically the project we had been working away uh, every week having check-ins and it was actually one of the nicest things was this group. Uh, I, I checked in more with them than I do a lot of the other courses and things I'm working on on so that was quite a nice thing each week to see everyone um, and then to see the fragments and towards the end we had uh, the final push and the final crunch to get everything together and um, actually during that time I found out some uh, family news that my father had been diagnosed with terminal cancer and this group really just uh, everyone stepped up and did all of their parts and I was having a hard time then motivating in those last days to complete everything. And there, I remember one evening I just got onto the Padlet and I started going through and seeing all the pieces that everyone had done. And it gave me so much energy to to finish off my, my piece on the interactive magazine and the prints that we were designing for all the stories that had been collected. And um, I, I think that that was such a surprise for me that I could get so much energy um, from everyone else's work and everyone else's enthusiasm to to work on what essentially had started off as kind of my baby coming into this. Um, so yeah, it was that was a really nice experience for me in in a really tough moment in my life. Um, Ravana is always telling us that um, our work motivate her, but in fact, I always found that um, every time. Ravana um, put the attitude like so in a positive way that actually inspires us more and make us work harder. I think I, I, I found her like naturally a good leader. <laughs> and also I think in a way too you had you really created quite a lot of resilience all of you together. I think that that was quite evident by the sounds of things. Uh, there's there's one thing which was as 
also one of my favorite things, which was Kit mentioned that in the briefing, um, Ravina talked a lot about um, the, the grandmother and the, the pieces regarding her grandmother. And then when I actually got to talk to Ravenna about it, we realized that our grandmothers were very similar, which was very interesting since her mother is her grandmother is from the, the States and mine is from Portugal. And we found some um, some very cool like um, similarities between them. And that was um, that was very nice also because for example, in my case, I got to showcase some of my grandmother's interviews into the project, wow. which made it uh, just asking the question, having to talk to my grandma about it. And it was a very good input for me in terms of the project as well. This was something that um, basically I, I've always had this really extreme interest in, in people's life stories and, and what it is that they've done and all those interesting things that make up an individual's life. And I have repeatedly been saying to, to my teachers, both at the Amsterdam Fashion Institute and then also with the tutors we were working with at London College of Fashion, that this was something that I wanted to incorporate in the project. And there were a few times um, both from both schools that it was questioned um, who would be interested in, uh, in hearing the stories of a non-famous person essentially like how, how are you going to bring the the general public into that conversation and i i was just set on this needed to be how it how it went that we had to get some of these stories and and make it something that could be interesting either to someone from the surface at looking at the print or some photographs or they could dive deeper and and read some interviews and get to know a bit of the life that inspired the work, et cetera, or the, or vice versa. Um, so the way our project ended up going was we did investigate the psychology and color of prints, but even more so we, we looked into the stories of um, four grandmothers, which Heidi and Laura, who are two journalism students, uh, interviewed um, the granddaughters and they set up this whole process to interview granddaughters and then grandmothers. And then, uh, we gathered photos and I ended up being able to develop prints for uh, the grandmothers based on on the stories and the photos and, and the pieces that we had gathered. Um, and that's, I think, one of the highlights of the project for, for me was the way everyone worked on bringing in, in those narratives. And, you know, weaving those stories together is just such a powerful... It's it's about you know it's about your own personal histories, but it's all those stories that will be forgotten, and and you kind of find a way to capture them in the most beautiful, unbelievably sensitive way. So it was funny when you know when we started when we had all the presentations and your presentation came up, I was pretty much just you know grabbing the monitor, going I want to do it. <laughs> but it, yeah, I think it was just so beautiful and so gentle and so clever. So I can't thank, I just want to thank you all for coming in and doing the podcast because it was so new. It wasn't only unique, it was just very intuitive and honest. And I just wanted to to tell you all that I was terribly blown away by what you all done and, and how beautifully you had presented the work and found these beautiful stories and how they could create imagery so 
well done and thanks again for being in the podcast congratulations that's what that, and i just hope you support each other and lean on each other and create a company and become hugely successful because i think the work deserves that thank, thank you pleasure thank you so much i'm looking forward to the time that we can all meet in person yeah and me too in person <laughs> Thanks again, everybody. Thank you so much. And thank you thank for putting you. it together for us to be able to meet and work together. Thank you so much. Thank you, Abby. Thank you. No problem. Bye, everybody. Best of luck with your MA.